They say when a baby is born, so is a mother. But while you are there to help your baby grow into the person he or she is meant to be, who is there to help you? Many women feel lost and alone when they become mothers, wondering, who am I now? Sometimes it feels like the transformation from woman to mother is as radical as a caterpillar's transformation into a butterfly. Did you know that inside the chrysalis, the caterpillar literally turns into goop before it rearranges itself into a butterfly? This podcast is about the goop, what soul transformation looks like as you transition from being a woman to a mom. Your baby's growth matters, but yours does too. You're not alone. I'm your host, Brittany Ming. Welcome to the Motherhood Metamorphosis. Hey everyone, welcome to episode one of the Motherhood Metamorphosis, a podcast about soul transformation with motherhood as a catalyst. I'm your host, Brittany Ming. This week, I wanted to introduce this podcast and the idea behind it and what I hope to accomplish with it. So I was talking to some friends about a year ago, and these two ladies became really my lifeline when my husband was deployed last year, and they we all had toddlers. Um, they both they each had two girls that are around the age of my youngest, who is two years old now, so she was about one last year when we were discussing this. And even though these ladies are about my age, mid-30s, one was older, young, one was younger, they were just two to three years into motherhood, whereas I have been a mom for, um, at the time, about 13 years. So we really had similar children in age, but really different experiences. And they were talking about how there just weren't books out there about the soul life or inner transformation that women go through when they become mothers that are not child or parenting focused and we really had a good conversation about that and I was just like yeah there really should be something about that they both remarked about how life had changed so much for them they were both working full-time before they came became moms their career was huge focus of their life they had friendships that weren't just focused on kids or who you met at the park They had a nightlife, they had the relationship with their spouse, and when you, they had kids, like everything changed, and I was like, yeah, I remember that, I remember feeling that feeling of being lost and not knowing who I was anymore, and I thought, yeah, I've been there, but I don't feel that way anymore, I feel settled and comfortable in who I am. And I thought, how did that happen? How did that shift happen? And I thought, wow, more people need to be talking about this because they were in the middle of that transition, that transformation, and feeling that squeeze, that uncomfortableness, that I don't feel like myself anymore, but I don't really know who I'm becoming and I'm taking care of these babies and these toddlers and they need me so much and I also need to feel like me again. And I thought, wow, we need to talk about this more and we had a really good conversation that day. And we also laughed because we said, somebody should write a book about this. And then we 
really laughed because none of us had time to read <laughs> because we were taking care of kids all day. Um, so the that's a reason that this podcast was born because we said, well, if there was a podcast, then we could listen while we're walking or doing the dishes or folding laundries. Reading takes up a lot of mental energy and time and that's something you just don't have when you have little kids. So I thought, well, how about a podcast? So I've been thinking about this idea for over a year and just really rolling it around in my mind. So that's the backstory to this podcast. Um, a podcast about transformation with motherhood as the catalyst that's not necessarily focused on parenting or the child. It's focused on who you are as a woman and who you are transforming into as you become a mother and what that looks like in so many different facets. So who is this podcast for? I really like to think as a writer in terms of primary audience and secondary audience. Who is going to read this? Who is going to listen to this? So I see as my primary audience women who are in the trenches of new motherhood. Whether you're pregnant, whether you have children zero to age five, I feel like those first five years are just really transformational and really foundational to who you are becoming as a mom and as a woman. I also see the secondary audience as women who have been moms for longer, but maybe have had a new baby. Because I know as a mother of five, my youngest um, is now two. And I feel like I am having to recreate or rediscover who I am as a mom, a mom of five. And she was a big surprise and really just rocked the foundations of my life. And I'll talk more about that as the podcast continues um, in future episodes. But I have felt lost and having to figure out who I am now and who, what I want to focus on. And um, so I see a secondary audience is maybe those first five years after your youngest is born, no matter how many kids you have. So it really, this is a podcast for women. This is a podcast for mothers, um, wherever you are in your journey. So what can you expect from this podcast? I'm expecting to do mostly interviews interviews with writers, interviews with mothers, um, friends that I have known from my past decade plus of being a mom, and also women that I admire from social media who are writers, who are podcasters, people who have wisdom to offer in all different topics, whether it's about marriage or sex or hobbies. How do you feel about your body now? Fashion, friendship, pressure we feel from social media to do all the things and be all the things. I see this podcast as women encircling you and saying, you are not alone. I've been there too. Let me tell you my story and I'm here with you as your soul transforms, as you become the person that you are meant to be as you mother your children. So I wanted to share this story 
that I read on Facebook, a friend shared it, and it just really stuck out to me as this amazing metaphor for what I want this podcast to be. So this was written by, I actually need to look up this guy's name, but I will get it back to you. I'll put it in the show notes. So this story begins, two days ago, I was out surfing and a young guy, maybe 20 or so, was just inside me by 10 yards. Suddenly he started yelling frantically, hey, hey, help me. And as I started paddling towards him, he disappeared under the water for a second and resurfaced with a frantic look of terror on his face. The leash is wrapped around my legs, he said to me as I got to him. I'm here, I got you, I said, knowing he was in sympathetic hyperarousal and his nervous system was dysregulated due to the perceived threat being out in the waves with the leash wrapped around both legs. In a few seconds, his state shifted. The look on his face changed. The co-regulating process moved him from panic and survival physiology to a sense of being okay, that he wasn't in danger. It had passed. A few years ago, I was surfing on a fairly big day in Washington when I fell taking off a wave and heard my collarbone snap right up against a rock jetty in six to eight feet water survival physiology kicked in and i paddled with my one usable arm to the beach and collapsed in terror and exhaustion another surfer came up to me looked me in the eye put his hand on my shoulder and said i'm an emt i'm here i'm going to stay with you an ambulance is on its way i can feel the tears well up writing this as i remember that moment my body was going into a state of mild shock from the injury But his calm presence allowed my nervous system to settle. His presence was co-regulating, allowing my physiology to settle a bit in the midst of highly distressing situation. I likely would have developed a prolonged survival physiology trauma if he hadn't been there. His attunement didn't save my life. I had already done that by paddling with the one arm. But it saved me from the potential pitfalls of an overwhelmed nervous system that stays locked in survival mode. I surfed the same spot a few months later, nervous I was going to be triggered. I wasn't, thanks to that random stranger. I've never had a triggering symptoms related to this event, something that easily, so easily, could have robbed me of my deep love for surfing and the ocean. I'm here. Some of the holiest words I've ever known. And I loved that story because I see it as just this beautiful picture of how women need other women in the early days of motherhood and how we need people to say I'm here we need people to share those stories because it can't we can't get locked in this type of trauma survival mode when we feel alone when we go through really distressing things even if we think that oh tons of people have a colicky baby I'm not the only one to go through anxiety or depression after a birth. Yeah, my baby was in the NICU, but, you know, it's normal. Or, why do I feel so sad when my baby is healthy and my birth was fine? Why am I struggling so much with the toddler years? And we can get locked in this type of trauma survival mode that really just colors our motherhood experience. And not only just that moment in those years, if we have other children, we can really get sucked into um, a trauma response later. And I've seen that in my own life when 
I'm feeling thinking specifically of my youngest son and how he started to have a lot of um, constipation issues, if you can believe that. And he was just so much stress about going potty and he wasn't going number two and we had to go to the doctor and all these things. And I really got worked up about it because my oldest kids, um, one of my twins had a lot of potty issues when he was around the same age and it ended up with an impacted bowel and a hospital state. And my youngest son didn't go through any of that. Like it never got that far. We got me relaxed. He started going. It was, he, it turned out okay, but I was getting really worked up about it because of the stress that we went through, um, 10 years ago. And I hadn't really ever dealt with that. And I, I think that it's really important to have those moments and have those times and people to come along beside you and say, Hey, like I'm here. You're not alone. Like I've been there too. Let me tell you my story. Let me hear your story. Let me listen to you. You're not alone. And I think we can get those emotions and stories out of our systems instead of like pushing them down or like hoarding our emotions there's so much health behind that action and I think well that's a path of wellness as opposed to a path of seclusion and maybe even a distress situation like this surfer um so I want this podcast to be like an emotional doula um a doula is actually a word that means with women Um, Someone who aids you in your birth, helps you emotionally and physically, and gives support. I think that as we become mothers, we need those people to help us through. To say, hey, I'm here for you. Hey, you're not alone. You can do this. um, To be encouraging you. So as your soul is transformed, as you are transformed, I want this podcast to be that cheerleader, that warm voice, that encourager, and just boosting you on to where you want to be and who you're becoming. Thank you so much for listening. I'm excited about this. I'm also really nervous. Uh, I have never done a podcast before, though I've been a guest on several, but I'm excited and I'm looking forward to having you along for the journey.